succeed on his own, but has to go out and earn money so that he can't buy freedom. Yo, what's up, everyone? Oh, man, this beat, though. That's the intro song now for Dystopia. Gotta buy your freedom here. Freedom comes at a price in our Dystopia. Action-packed show for you guys today. I recap... Uh, 2022, and I have some thoughts on 2022, and I describe to you and explain to you why we are in a dystopia. So, we right back. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to dystopia. So, my first gripe, I'm gonna give you guys my list of top things in 2022 that describe our dystopic society. And then if that isn't enough to convince you, then I'll go on a soliloquy of sorts to explain to you why we are truly in a modern day dystopia, like science fiction novels that we saw as kids and all this kind of crazy stuff that we saw growing up is now true, it's now here. And uh, if you haven't noticed it, maybe you should, you know, maybe take a look around and see what's going on. So first thing is, uh, what do I got here on my desk? first major event and it just happened recently that made me made me really take a look back and and really see that we are in a dystopia uh first off i had my contract canceled um with our producer because i wanted to speak about the vaccine we recorded a whole episode about the vaccine at that time and uh they didn't let me release it nor ever send it to me and i knew then that i was in different territory and in a different um in a different world where you can't speak freely and the powers that be or anyone who has any kind of influence doesn't like you talking about certain things and you can't and i had to regroup and took a lot of time off and really wanted to study where we were at and what was going on um, so that I could attack it further. And uh, as we know, freedom, or at least I've found out, freedom is the only way out. Um, And to get freedom, it comes at a cost. But that is kind of just a little bit of why I'm I'm very, um, I'm very interested and I'm very adamant about the vaccines and what's going on, so. All right, here we go. Uh, so just recently, ivermectin was approved for use, um, even though during the pandemic, 
it was labeled the horse tranquilizer. Um, I don't know if you guys even remember Trump at that time was saying to use ivermectin, that he used it and it was good. Um, why is this important? Why, why is this ivermectin shit even matter to you? And, and what does it have to do with the vaccine? Well, it has everything to do with the vaccine. Because in order to get the emergency approval from the FDA, which basically means in order to have this vaccine skyrocketed to the front of the line with really no oversight was because there are no present and near alternatives in circulation. That is the exact rule from the FDA that you can't have something emergency, not emergency, you can't have something emergent, shit, I can't even talk right now. Uh, you can't have something emergency approved unless there's alternatives out there. And if there isn't, then you, know, then you can get this uh this approval so with ivermectin being out there which has been known for i'd say decades is even given to pregnant women um was vilified and mocked through the mainstream legacy bullshit media and through the powers that be such as the fda itself fda itself saying uh and I quote here on a tweet from the FDA. If you don't believe it, go look at it. You're not a horse. Don't use ivermectin. End of tweet. So that is what they tweeted and that is what they stated in a time where they knew it was bullshit. But they needed to say that because they needed to emergency approve the COVID-19 vaccine. That's it. That's why they did it. They lied about ivermectin. Uh, people are taking ivermectin now and seeing great results. Doctors are all about it. And uh, the reason, like I said, I think it's the most major thing is because this thing, this vaccine or the jab or whatever you want to call it, seems to be having a lot of side effects, a lot of deaths associated with it. True or untrue, I don't know the exact figures or I'm not going to sit here and say that I do. But the fact that now ivermectin is approved shows me that it was all one big giant scam like I had been saying the whole time, but that this is a nefarious evil just rotten to the core type of tyranny that we're in and that we're subsiding in. And they will do nothing. I mean, they won't stop at nothing in order to continue their propaganda in order to get to their results which is massive process massive profits for pfizer and big pharma and to systematically control you through a medical tyranny uh, basically you're just a lab animal come get your shots blah 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 we'll lie and cheat and doesn't matter you're a piece of stock in order to be tested and um, killed ultimately so to me that's the number one storyline that the powers that be basically will lie suppress true and valid information about the truth about alternatives in order to make sure they get their agenda across and if that's not dystopic 
I don't know what it is. And then people who are getting hurt by this or having side effects or all this kinds of stuff. I mean, that's out of a dystopic novel to me or out of a dystopic movie where in the future, you know, people get this really bad vaccine and, and it's done through nefarious means and methods. And next thing you know, all kinds of people are sick. So to me, the FDA, big pharma, the mainstream media, garbage, evil, nefarious politicians all worked in cohesion to put that vaccine front of the line with no oversight or no testing um, in order to vaccinate millions and profit off of it and to establish their medical tyranny that they want to go using forward. Uh, very sad. It's very, it's hard for me to even talk about, but you know, it's, it's the truth. And this is what this show has always been about. I will speak the truth, even if it's in a broom closet instead of a nice studio with a producer. So look it up. Why is ivermectin now glorified when when it was really needed it could have saved millions without ever needing a vaccine it was suppressed and lied about and vilified oh so yeah that is the number one topic i mean shit on that wasn't all that nice and pretty to hear but this isn't what this show is about all right we're moving on to topic number two yo back here in dystopia Hey, it's not so bad though, right? I mean, everything's a little fucked up, for sure. But we find ways to chill out in this. This will be us. Not all bad out there. I don't want you guys to think it's all. Or I'm coming off as real dead and gloom off that topic, man. I was a little worried. Just like, damn. But uh, nah, things are all good. Life is good. It is December 31st, New Year's Eve. Right on the brink of 2023. You guys are probably listening to this after 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, Much blessings to you and to everyone listening. All right, so I had this thought. I was thinking, you know, uh, before I get to topic number two, you know, America's had the most powerful military in the world for years, probably even a millennia, I'd say, uh, you know, communist and other kind of foreign actors, right, who don't wish to do as well, have figured out a way to combat, to combat the United States without firing any kind of shots of any sort, right? They don't have to, you can't really fight America through the military because you're going to get bopped. That's just straight up. You're not winning that fight. But warfare has obviously evolved, right? It's uh. It's beyond just guns and bullets. Now it's psychological. Now it's infiltrating the American institutions, like the educational system, the CIA, the FBI, and take us out from within. That's consumer of 2022. We are it's not at our doorstep, but we are in phase, I mean, phase four psychological warfare with China. C- 
communists. A myriad of foreign actors wishing to bring down the USA. And we're seeing the results of that. We're in the fight right now. And even though it's uh, it's definitely worrisome. It's also enlightening and motivating to look around you and see we're at war. Men are women. We got drag drag story. Library hour has morphed into drag queen. Bring your kids and look at men dressed as women's genitals and other sides of this kind of stuff like that. We got a elderly guy who shits his pants as president. You know, there's only like a war going on in Ukraine that could like break out as World War III. Nah, it's all good though, it's all good. Totally fine. <laughs> Fuck, huh? Everything's under control though, right? We got topic number two, the Hunter Biden laptop story. Yeah, man, that uh, that laptop from hell. I already go back, check my archives. I have a uh, Hunter Biden laptop from hell, I think it is. It's been so long ago, I don't even remember. Uh, about three years ago, even before it dropped on the mainstream media, we were on that shit. Hunter Biden laptop story. Man. You know, I remember when they said it was all bullshit. That it was Russian disinformation. Some shit like that. And that all that corruption. Uh, just debauchery. That food's out of control. Like, you guys, that shit's crazy. I really looked into some of that kind of stuff. And Hunter Biden is as degenerate as they get. I'm not saying something coming from me. This guy is a degenerate. But it also opens you up into their world. They're all degenerates. They're all criminals. But uh, I'm getting off topic here. Yes, the Hunter Biden laptop story. Why is it important? It's not just because the president has a son who does stupid shit. It, it goes beyond that. Uh, 10 for the big guy. If you don't know what that phrasing is, the big guy is Joe Biden and the Hunter Biden emails into China and other foreign deals that he was making. Not a coincidence that once he took over his business dealings in Ukraine that were exposed in that laptop have now evolved into a war in Ukraine. Uh, just like they always want war. Endless wars. We're out of Iraq. We have some peace for four years. And then, boom, we're back at it. Interesting, right? All these emails that show exactly the corruption that led to these events were suppressed and lied about right before a presidential election. It, it, it kind of mirrors off of my first topic. And you kind of see that it, it's all kind of a circular mirror with all these topics that lead to looking at it in the face and seeing that it's just a dystopia. It's rotted from the top. 
all the way to the bottom. So again, big tech, mainstream bullshit legacy media, CIA, FBI, American institutions that are supposed to protect the people, CIA, FBI, were actively the ones suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop and by proxy, the entire mainstream media telling you that it's all good, bro. It's just Russian information. You're not about to elect a corrupt, degenerate, senile old man who can't uh, do anything anymore besides the fact of his politics. Because we need him because he has connections and deals with other foreign actors that we need to execute. Something along those lines in those emails. But it goes to show you again that when the truth is right there for the taking, it gets murdered on sight in order to lie to you to propagate a narrative and a agenda. They don't care about your will or your wants. It's about their narrative and their agenda. Uh, and you guys should check this out. I got some on the Twitter files released on Twitter, I'll get to that, um, we see how it was the FBI and the CIA holding like weekly meetings with these people at Twitter. So that that's, that's what we were seeing. How government agencies, the alphabets, even Google itself would, you know, basically just sit down with Twitter and be like, yo, bro, like, it's Hunter Biden and shit, bro, like, you gotta fucking... You got to take that shit off, bro. Straight up. And then... <laughs> I, I mean, if I don't want to bore you guys with the actual linguistic emails. It's boring. You're not going to read the Twitter files. I know you're not. But if you want to, look them up. Twitter files on Twitter. But, yeah. Uh, we just see that Big Tech is just an extension of the FBI and the CIA basically is a CIA type operation to influence the public sphere for their agenda. You know, CIA, the orders come from the CIA and Twitter just abides by them using the big tech platform as the CIA's tool to censor, promote, or do anything that benefits them and not necessarily the people or any elected bodies or anything like that. Uh, so that's what I was thinking earlier about when I was getting into that psychological warfare, right, where our institutions are obviously captured. Why hasn't even Hunter Biden been arrested or anything of that sort, right? Ooh. So yeah, it makes you think, really does, about how bad things really are. And uh, if you were to tell me in the future, your government would be ruled by CIA and the FBI with leaders in place, placed there by who knows who, but they will literally control what you think, what you're allowed to say, and if things get bad enough for them, they will still lie about it and blame other people. 
And the result of that is anytime there's truth, it will be robbed from you. I would say, yeah, that's a, that's a dystopic ass society as fuck. So th that's why I believe the Hunter Biden laptop story goes beyond just the president having a crazy fucked up son. Because I know I lived long enough to know that that's a pretty common theme amongst people. And it can be like, hey, it's just my son doing crazy stuff, not me. But if you really read the emails and if you really study it, you see the corruption and why it was suppressed. I mean, if the hard drive was all good, why the need to suppress it? Why do you got to lie? Why do you got to let people just judge for themselves? Because it's obvious it, it's corrupt, bro. And uh, again, they'll rob the will of the people or any, any good thing that we want and they'll transform it to what they want it to be. So yeah, Hunter Biden laptop story, look it up on Twitter files. If not, just look at how the CBS and Fox News, Fox News piece shit too. Uh, how it's all confirmed now. Oh yeah, by the way guys, you know, sorry about that, ha ha, like, you know, we only lied to you right before making a big, big decision that affects the entire country. But it, you know, it's all good, bro, you know? Just don't even trip. Just worry about the 75,000 new IRS agents that we hired. You know, we don't want your transactions over 600 bucks. You know, that's the kind of shit we want you to worry about. Don't be worrying about Hunter Biden, right? Don't be, don't be even thinking about him. He's Gucci. He's fine. You know, just worry about other shit. And, th and that's how they operate. They, they distract us. They psychologically combat war on us to get us off the scent and off the real corruption and our minds focus elsewhere and on each other with this whole race shit and that's why i think hunter biden shit is it's not the hugest thing in the world but it goes to show you as my point number one that all these points i'm gonna be making lead to one conclusion that our society is a dystopia welcome back to dystopia uh, point number three is a contentious one but i'm looking at it basically a cult initiation right into the mysteries of queer gynocentrism. Yeah, queer theory is a political ideology. So to me, when people say I'm queer, or to me now queer has transformed into a word after looking at it and how people who describe themselves as that word, it's, it's a political identity, not a sexual identity. All right. Before I lose track, I wanted to define that. So, to me, the sickness or this rot of this, you know, initiation of this cult is just a front for communism, for what they've been trying to push. But they put they put this queer cover on it, LBGTQ plus whatever the hell that is, and. 
that's how they get the kids super young right there with their filth perversion sexualization of the children it's at that moment where the state first makes contact with your children promoting their disgusting lifestyles and values that the order wishes to promote the younger they get them the better and this goes beyond just the obvious questions right like why do you need to sexualize kids why do men dress as women need to show their genitals to children of any age it's always been wrong it's always gonna be wrong it just doesn't matter who's doing it so just because you identify as LGBTQ or whatever that makes it okay now in our dystopia to sexualize children or have sexual acts or any kind of lewd contact con- conduct with our children whereas before it would always be a crime and it still is a crime but it's overlooked because of our dystopia and how communism uses that as a face to their evil so I'll do you guys a little, little quick thing real quick I was doing this shit the other day. I don't know if I finished it or not. Alright, so this is cult indoctrination techniques. Uh, and basically how... Alright, so cult indoctrination techniques versus LBGTQ or the queer theory or whatever the hell you want to call that shit. Where basically they put a face on, they put on, they promote this drag story, Queen Hour, Queer Hour, where they have men dressed as women in all kinds of diabolical outfits and sexual dances and all kinds of shit, right? That's where communism, the filth that is brought in our country, that control the they and the first two points that I made earlier. This is where they make first contact. They want them before school, the younger the better. Start promoting this filth on them quickly. That's what that's what I'm thinking is going on. So alright, back to cult inductorization techniques right so identify the potential recruit right to me it could be at risk vulnerable in counseling kids and you see a lot of these kids who are either in that i'm not any kind of gender or you know they they question that these kids are usually at risk or invulnerable you know they're vulnerable uh, cult indoctrination technique number two, persuade the recruit to walk, right? So in this scenario, uh, the queer movement is, you know, inviting kids via drag story queen hour to, you know, see what, see what this is all about. All right. Persuade the recruit to walk into the web. Right, so that's that's where drag queen story hour starts now. Um, all right, next next cult indoctrination technique. Love bombing. Same thing happens in the queer theory movement. Kids surrounded by you know a community. Brave and stunning. You're so brave and stunning. How many drag kids have you seen where all they say is brave and stunning? Literally, that's what they say. We love and understand you. Celebrate LGBTQ constantly, right? So, hold on, before I get ahead of myself, that's the love bombing. Kids surrounded by the community, right? All these drags around, drag queen people around him, all these perverted 
people around him like yeah this is awesome bro like you're so brave and stunning for dressing up as a woman or being confused and vulnerable about your beliefs that's totally awesome that's how you're supposed to be totally confused and vulnerable right that's the love bombing we love and understand you your parents don't understand you they're bigots they're racist dude we understand you you know that's the love bombing same thing that a cult does a cult leader i hate those fucking guys women think they're awesome those fools are just degenerate as motherfuckers but this is what's going on there bro the love bombing right and then the next thing in a cult indoctrination technique is sell 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 you're selling that product bro that filth that shit that's really underneath what i really want celebrate and what does what does queer or lbgtq do celebrate fucking constantly bro they have a whole pride month they have a visibility days trans visibility this this that all this kind of celebrations right out and about really loud they're selling the movement they're selling the communism with that face paint of lbgtq to bring in kids brainwash them get them hooked on the state get them dependent on the state get them confused so they lose their family values you know just easy you can just see that shit happening as i'm looking at it uh next thing a cult does after sell 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 is renounce loved ones same thing is happening here uh in this queer lbgtq movement kids are usually separated from the family um, kids start to hate their parents, think that their parents don't understand them, and that their parents are bigoted, and that basically society itself is bigoted because they don't agree with what their cult members are telling them to believe. And it's really sad, and you see a rise in this transgenderism. I'm not even going to get into whether it's right or wrong. I'm not even going to get into what's obviously wrong. I mean, come on. But I'm, I'm not gonna. My point is, I'm not gonna really get into the intricacies of why I believe that. What I'm, what I'm trying to describe is a dystopia too, right? So I'm not gonna try to get off topic there. So, we literally have kids being primed by the state, which I believe to be basically just communism, with face paint on it, paint painted LBGTQ, make it cool, make it hip, get these kids in early, confuse them, groom them. So by the time they come of age, they're good state puppets or state indoctrinated, confused, dependent people. You know, exactly the opposite of what you would want to be. Like independent, think for yourself, with a great family around you. Not the opposite of what I just described. So they get these kids and they groom them and then they start butchering themselves and cutting off body parts. That's been going on i want you guys to look up uh, matt walsh uh from the daily wire he has this is i put this on my number three big dystopian thing of 2022 is this rise of transgenderism and then i started looking into the queer theory and all that kind of stuff and really really analyzing it and i came into that conclusion that that ritual that drag queen shit is basically just the first event of where they want to make contact with the potential recruit, which is your child. So look up Matt Walsh from Daily Wire and all his work about how, all his work on exposing like how these hospitals are butchering and mutilating these children. 
at 14 or 12 or 9 even sometimes because they're confused and vulnerable and they make life-altering decisions at that young age that affect them later on or they don't even know the effects that are going to happen to them later on in life because they're you're just way too young to make any kind of logical sound decisions at that age and that's why you should have your parents there for you to make those decisions for you not the state not the cult members of the queer theory and lbgtq telling you all these lies that they won't have to deal with later on because they really don't give a fuck about you it angers me and anyone i don't even know who's left listening to the show but uh people really put an eye to that indoctrination i literally just put indoctrination of a cult members because i started thinking about this just seems like a cult man all right so there's another another one another one on the list is uh all right so let's just recap really quick cult indoctrination techniques right identify the potential recruit went over that persuade the recruit to walk into a web went over that the love bombing sell 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 right renounce loved ones introduction to all right so now we are at introduction to of core beliefs right this is why at drag queen story hour you're born this way love is love pronouns new vocabulary right they start they start propagating their core beliefs onto your child right at that moment psychological warfare think think born this way love is love pronouns new vocabulary new vocabulary is interesting right stop talking how every human on earth has ever talked before we're right they're wrong they're bigoted right sounds like a cult member definitely and these kids are vulnerable they're they're not being guided in the right way if you're if you're showing up to drag queen story hour and your parents took you paid for the gas paid for the ticket even to be there you're an at-risk child for sure your parents have no sense of logical decisional making zero tolerance of criticism is the next one basically if you look at queer theory lbgtq it'll be whatever no one is permitted to question the narrative bigot homophobe transphobe hater i'm definitely going to be called that and i'm okay with that because the truth is the truth any kind of criticism that you want to add to this theory or even to the drag queen story event itself for me i want people to think about psychological warfare about not necessarily the event itself because the event itself is disgusting perverted and stupid that should never be done around a child if you want to if you want to look at a man dressed as a woman shake his fake tits and his nasty ass disgusting ass you could do it when you turn 18 but you shouldn't propagate that on a child ever. I lost my train of thought on this. So. Oh, about the about the bigotry, how you can't question them, right? You, you you can't criticize it, right? You can't say, hey, it's inappropriate to conduct sexual mannerisms in front of my child, in front of children. No, you're you can't you can't criticize it. Just like communism, you can't. Just like we've seen, right, with communism or foreign actors of ideologies, how they suppress truth and will lie in order to propagate their narrative. Like, love is love, you're born this way, 
your parents don't understand you. It's all lies to get you to go their way, which is away from your family, away from a functioning society into a dystopia. If you were to tell me back when I was small that in the future, instead of flying cars, you would have drag queen story hour and that parents would wake up, dress their kids, pay for the ticket, pay for the privilege, scop hippity hop into their car, put their kids in their car seats because they're that young even at times and, you know, fill up the gas tank and go down a drag queen story hour and watch men dressed as women, perverted, acting out their sexual fetishes and fantasies upon children, that that would be celebrated, glorified, to be taken as something as mainstream and acceptable in our dystopic society. I would say, what the fuck is going on, even as a kid? Because I know goddamn well I didn't want to be doing that shit, seeing that shit as a kid, that's ridiculous. All right, that was uh, <laughs> number three. All right, I'll get to some fun stuff. Some of the worst TikToks of the year coming up. Yo, welcome back to this So I went over my top three organizations. So. Let's go through them. I got them here. All right. Opinion, but if you have a token white and you're hanging out with your friend group of color, you need to ask permission from everybody in the group to bring your white friend. Like, don't just bring them. Ask for explicit permission from everyone. Because just because you're comfortable with them doesn't mean that everybody's comfortable with them. I might not be in the mood to deal with white shenanigans that day. That's that's all I'm saying. And another thing, it feeds into their ego. Like don't don't let them think they're a good white person. Don't don't give them that card to use against other people. Please don't do that. <laughs> wow, I, I absolutely just scrolling through I just found that one particularly annoying. I mean, imagine being this this pretentious, you know, and, and this brainwashed. Imagine having her as a friend. Like, you're her friend and you're white. And you're like, yo, I gotta make a call, bro. Like, straight up, I, I gotta, I gotta explicitly tell these PLCs that, uh, you know, that you're white. Wow, it, it also just adds into my theme, right? Everything's themed around dystopia. I'm gonna shove it down your throats. Uh, that's where we are in 2023, where uh, people think that you have to get explicit permission before showing up with your white friend because, uh, you know, they'll do the, the, the grave deed of uh, white shenanigans. That, that's, that's crazy. It, like... <laughs> I do appreciate the white shenanigans. That, that's what made it really good for me. You know, there's a lot of humor inside the darkness, you know, so. Uh, that's that's one of my most annoying videos of 2022. All right, next one coming up. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, next one up here. 
one of my all-time faves of 2022, just given what happened with the whole Twitter thing. Uh, I won't spoil that here, you go. Welcome to a day in my life as a Twitter employee. So this past week, went to SF for the first time at a Twitter office, badged in, honestly took a moment to just soak everything in. What a blessing. Also started my morning off with an iced matcha from the pit. Then I had a meeting, so quickly scheduled one of these little pod rooms, which were so cool. They're literally noise canceling. Took my meeting, got ready for lunch. Look how delicious this food looks. Oh my goodness, I was so overwhelmed. Then made my way down to this log cabin area. I don't know what this is, but it was really cool. Played some foosball with my friends to kind of unwind a bit. Um, also found this really cool meditation room that I thought was super neat. Um, I didn't do any yoga, but they have this yoga room if you were a yogi, so also thought that was really cool. Um, had a couple more meetings in the afternoon, had a ton of projects that we needed to knock out, so hey, take your notes. Um, went, to the, went to the library to kind of get some more work done. Obviously had to have our afternoon coffee, so made some espresso. <laughs> All right. You know, there's so much to unpack there. I can't. I can't get to it all because I'm running short on time here. But that I saw that, and I just thought this bitch doesn't work. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I, I find it hilarious in the video. She's like, uh, you know, had another meeting, had so many projects I had to tackle. While she proceeds to like get wine and just like it's just absolutely just <clears throat> hilarious. And uh, if uh, this was on Twitter, it was posted on Twitter uh, via TikTok. And uh, you look at the comments, and uh, she was one of the ones actually fired too by Elon Musk, so it kind of makes it even more hilarious, you know. But she basically, you know, let's be honest here, I'm not. I'm not like trying to like celebrate that she lost her job and shit like that, obviously. But just how she self owned herself, like, you know, if you were to post a video promoting how you literally don't do shit at work and then you were fired, I mean, can you really be mad at other people? Like straight up, I was just like, you know, bro, here, here's a video of me just like on YouTube, on company time, you know, fucking making my podcast on company time or some shit. And I posted that, and then people saw it, it went viral, and then when the company was down to making decisions about who was important and not important, and uh, you were let go, I, I can't see how that's anyone else's fault there. I mean, <laughs> she even said uh, she was checking out a meditation room. Damn, those must be some crazy projects, bro, you know, like, just she needed to meditate, bro, you know? Meditate and wine all in one day just to get some shit done or whatever she was doing. Such a blessing, she said, even. It was a blessing for her at the time, right? Not doing shit and getting paid. Fuck, that shit does seem legitimate. But the real world came for her eventually. And, uh, yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. It was annoying, but I think justice was served. All right, guys, I don't know how much I'm going to be recording. I hopefully can record every here and there about our dystopia uh happy new year everyone uh check you guys out later